everyone. Welcome back to Finding Your Edge. My name is Sam. And on this episode, we start talking about just starting. That could be whether you're just starting a new project, a new activity, or you've had something in your life that you have a certain amount of hesitation in pursuing. We'll go in and talk about the different types of fear and where that fear may stem from and how you can rationalize that fear and make it easier to create a mindset that makes starting a lot easier. And then lastly, we fill out the episode with how to follow your joy and try more things that can make pursuing this new craft or activity something that you want to continue on with in the future. So cool topic that I can't remember how we thought of it, but basically the topic of starting something and the resistance that you might feel to starting something or the challenges to starting a new habit, project, starting some new chapter in your life. And we thought it'd be cool to talk about our experiences with that. This is the one that we started and now we have to re-record. Yeah, we actually (laughs) recorded this once and it got deleted for some reason or the file got corrupted. And so it wasn't meant to be heard. And now we're re-recording and this one's going to be way better. <laughs> the struggles of technology sometimes, it just doesn't work in our favors. Yeah, sometimes. I'm thinking at the end of this recording, though, mm-hmm. it'll make sense why it got deleted. Because I'm thinking this one is going to be better. And so it worked out. It just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be heard. No. Yeah, those are warm-up. But... Yeah. Just starting. I think this is a good topic because it really does come into play whenever we're trying to make any big change in our life or small change too. But starting can often be the hardest part or could be particularly challenging. And an example would be like starting this podcast. I think It can be easy to sort of dream about stuff or think of ideas, but then the actual doing it, like getting everything together and pressing record and starting, you'll find that there's a lot more challenge to that. And we definitely had that leading up to this. Yeah. Like this podcast, Gina and I, I know we had discussed and talked about it for I don't know, maybe years leading up to the point where we actually decided to record it. It it had to have been years, at least, I think. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it kind of started as like a small joke almost. Like, oh, wouldn't that be funny if we recorded a podcast? Ha ha. And then it slowly got more serious. Like, oh, no, we actually could do that. We should do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then actually making a plan to do it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of intimidation. There can be a lot of intimidation when you start something new because depending on what it is, you're like, I have no idea how to do that. And there can be a level of, yeah, I guess just limiting yourself to what what you think you could accomplish. You're like, I don't know if I could actually learn that or do that. So there can be a lot of limiting beliefs that start to come up Yeah, and like insecurities of like, oh, I, I don't know how to 
how am I going to start that? Or how am I going to start a podcast? I don't know how to do it. Am I going to sound stupid? Am I going to whatever? And all these feelings start to come up whenever you start something new like that. Where does it start for you? Like, what's the first fear that comes up for you? At least that maybe with the podcast or just anything? Yeah, I think it depends on what it is. And it's definitely changed a bit over time. But what I've been noticing recently is I've been starting more things that are more public kind of, or like sharing things with people like this podcast, for instance. And I think one, one sort of challenge to starting is me overthinking how it's going to get received and how people are going to think of me is one of the probably more common or more frustrating maybe, or, or more obvious insecurities Stems from perception. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think perception is, I think is really one of the funny ones because it doesn't really stem from the outside in really like, oh, what is my mom, my dad, brother, sister, or friends are going to think if I start doing this? Like, who do you think you are starting a podcast? Like, oh, you think you're some professional now because you have a podcast? I think it's, it's all internal. Totally. It's just our, our like fight or flight kicking in and letting us know like, this is something we should not be doing. I'm trying to save you from the fear or embarrassment of putting yourself out there. Yeah. Really, it's just, it's more of our primitive brains that are kicking in. Yeah, totally. It's like a lot of the, yeah, it's a lot of just like the human fear responses and conditioning and starting something new is a really good way to bring some of those things up because a lot of the time you're so used to your day-to-day routine you might not really feel those insecurities come up as much as if you start starting new stuff you actually can feel a lot of that quicker and it can bring up these sort of like challenges which I think it's cool to to look at those as a way to level up in a way. Like, oh, like I'm feeling that insecurity come up. That means that there's some more work I could do on this almost. Or like I can transmute this more. Because you can, and I feel like I have quite a bit, sort of transcend them or shift them. Like the more that you just start doing stuff like starting projects you'll just realize Mm -hmm. like oh that actually is not that bad like it actually doesn't really matter if if I don't do that well at first but like while you're kind of like afraid to start there's all there could be a lot of just overthinking or like anxieties and then if you just do it you realize like oh that wasn't that bad (laughs) Yeah, I feel for me, the fear is less of a big issue, like the fear of perception. And my fear is always in the fear of starting because I overthink and I want like some level of perfection from the beginning or a level of Mm -hmm. just having it flushed out. Like this is 
what it's going to be, or I have some vision and knowing that, okay, if I start first, it's probably not going to meet that immediate level. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, that's where I struggle with a lot of things, especially like with this podcast. I'm like, you're the perfect person to attest to like, even just on my own side of this audio, how much work I put into like perfecting all the little bits and pieces and et cetera, that maybe as a whole in the beginning aren't really super important because the biggest thing is get your work out there, start doing it, and then you can build upon the other pieces later. Yeah. But to me, some those pieces are like some of the most important pieces in my mind, and they're the things that tend to hold me back. I'm like, oh, I need the best gear or the best equipment or yeah, the fanciest studio or the best camera equipment or whatever to then start doing X project. Yeah. I think a lot of those sort of things that could frustrate ourselves about ourselves like that, your perfectionism, they're, they're like a double-edged sword. Like in a way it is your strength. And then also there's a weakness to it too, if it goes too far, like, cause you have improved the quality of this podcast quite a bit from doing that, you know, but mm-hmm. then also there's a flip side to that of going too far. So it's like finding some kind of balance. But I think that's a big one for starting is like this sort of vision that you have or really wanting something to be a certain way. And I felt this in the past quite a bit. Like I want to be a professional before I've even begun. (laughs) Like, yeah, uh, that's the mindset a lot of people have. Yeah. Like I just want to, it's like, I want to get on the bike and I want to just immediately like start rolling and like never fall and just like, you know, just this level of kind of fear of failure. I know that would be like such a backwards mindset. Like it is, you have a child and you're like teaching them how to ride a bike for the first time. And their first thought is like, I want to do the tour de France. Let's go. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You you still got training wheels. <laughs> yeah. Like literally sits down on the seat and is like, okay, I'm ready for my first race. Like, I feel like that's the mindset that, that some of us could get into. And for me, I, I see that as if I can keep boiling that down, it usually just has to do with like my self-perception essentially like I don't want to feel bad about myself because I failed at something or yeah like I'm just trying to avoid feeling bad about myself basically in any of these ways of like I don't want to start because I don't want other people to think that it sucks or that yeah who who are you to do this or some kind of perception from other people or Mm -hmm. I don't want to just fail and think that I think it's crap because then I'm going to feel bad about myself. And I think I can look at all those fears to starting something and it all just comes down for me to my own self-perception. Like I'm avoiding starting because I'm afraid of the way I'm going to think about myself almost or like the way that it's going to make me feel like crap about myself. And so... Yeah, I think there's that like avoidance of like, oh, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I can handle that. But I think a lot of those things are kind of unconscious. So it's cool that we're talking about them because I think if you can start to identify those, 
Like, oh, yeah, that is kind of why I'm afraid to start this. You start, like, getting the reasons why. It mm -hmm. starts to take the power out of them quite a bit just to see them, like, make the unconscious conscious. Taking the power out of that fear. Yeah, like the fact that you even know that about yourself, like, oh, I know that I get perfectionistic in this way because I want this, blah, blah, and this is why I think that. And if you can just get to the root of it, it's quite, yeah, empowering because... I think that's yeah. like sometimes the hardest part, though, for people. It is, yeah. If you if you don't have words to put around it or you can't really identify what that thing is. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, a very challenging component for sure. Because a lot of the time you can't really, or you don't see it, typically because you're not really looking for it. But yeah, I think if you actually want to see why you're afraid of something or why you're avoiding something, then you can very clearly see it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time we don't because it's not very comfortable to see that, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm avoiding this because I'm afraid of of what people think of me. Like, no one really wants to acknowledge that, you know? Everyone wants to be like, oh, no, I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, I'm just going to do whatever I want and I don't care what people think. And, oh, I don't have that fear at all. No, no, no. And it's like... It, it's more comfortable to just kind of be in denial sometimes and, you know, just like, yeah. oh, it's fine, whatever, blah, blah. The more that I think about it and going back to that fear, my fear doesn't stem from starting the project and like getting in that space because I'm, I'm one of those people, I feel like if I have an idea or a project or et cetera, like I want to start some creative endeavor, I'll put the work to getting there, whether that's like buying the equipment, learning the lingo or learning a new skill related around it. I'm, I'm very quick to, I guess, be on that cutting edge of learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. My fear then comes from not the learning or the executing, but the actual promotion, if you will, mm, yeah. then putting it out there and like putting my name on it and stamp of approval. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I am Sam and I'm doing this thing and it's public. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's always like, I'm like that with this podcast. I'm like that with my photography. Um, I think those are like the main two creative endeavors that I can think of that I'm very hesitant to like let other people know sometimes that, oh yeah, I, I'm a photographer. I photograph mm -hmm. or yeah, I have a podcast with my best friend that we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it comes up. Sometimes I'll get a little bold and I'll mention the podcast and I'm kind of surprised at people's reactions. My internal like fear and blocking is just letting me know like, oh, people are going to give that like, you have a podcast really. Mm -hmm. And that's like generally the opposite response. Most people are like, you have a podcast? Really? What's it about? Like they're yeah. generally semi-interested. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's so funny how off we can be about what we think other people are going to think of things because it's our fear, you know? It's like, oh, people are going to think that I sound dumb or I, or, you know, I sound pretentious or whatever your fear is. And a lot of the time it's just totally not true or in a way it's kind of funny that I feel like I've realized in that way of like 
as I'm wor as I've worried about what people are going to think, like when I tell them something like that of like, oh, I have a podcast or I do this. And I think over time I've realized just like how much that fear is kind of empty. Like I'm afraid of what they'll think or like I'll feel some feeling of fear mm -hmm. or I have. And at the end of the day, though, I realized it's like it's really just what I think about myself. And that's like the fear that's coming up that like it's it's almost like. I think that person could influence the way I feel about myself, basically. It's the way always, you could feel about whatever endeavor you're starting. Yeah, or like the way that I feel about my own like character or something, or my own like self-worth, basically. Yeah, because, the interesting yeah. thing is like I wonder how you get to that point where you no longer let the fear control you. Because mm -hmm. there are people that I'm sure 100%, no matter how many photographs photographs they take, how many podcasts they do, how many paintings they make, whatever your creative outlet, that the point at which they need to put it out, there's that fear. They're like, oh, I'm about to press publish on this YouTube <laughs> video. I'm about to press publish on this yeah. podcast. I'm about to post this new photo to my Instagram yeah. or whatever it is. I have a gallery opening and it's like, oh, people are going to judge my work. Yeah. Yeah. I think there can always be like a feeling of fear. It's almost like what's that for a lot of people? What's that word? It doesn't have to be. Or you feel like you're a fraud. Oh, imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot of people can definitely feel like that too. But it's interesting because <laughs> it's like, I don't know, almost some of these fears, it's kind of fun. And this is something that I've like, been learning and practicing to be like, so what? Like, what if it does suck? Or what if I am an imposter? Like, then what? Like, like, what does it mean? You know, does yeah. it really fucking matter? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What if I'm an imposter? Like, I just started this project and I know nothing about it. Like, I don't know. Like, now what? You know, like, is this, is the sky going to fall down? Or like, what's the consequence? I, I feel like it's kind of, it's a fun practice to be like, okay, yeah, what if it does suck? What if everyone hates it? What if I get made fun of for it or whatever your worst fear is? It's like, so what? Uh, I think <laughs> those are the things that exactly hold people back, though. It's easy. It's easy to say, like, so what? But in the presence of that, I think it's very, very much... I don't know, a huge struggle. It's not easy to just disregard it. I think this brings up a good point, actually, like what, what you're saying right now. One thing I found is I think the fear can definitely be a good place to kind of alert you to something that you can improve in yourself, but also just realizing that when you're starting something, you have to have a really strong desire to start whatever it is. Because a lot of those fears may come up or it's just going to take some effort and it might take a lot of effort depending on what it is. And if you don't want it enough, then those fears are going to be too big for you to overcome or to face. And yeah, I think that's something that's really important to keep into mind 
Like if you're having a really hard doing anything or starting anything, I would really go back to what do you really want? And is your desire for this strong enough? Because if you have a strong enough desire to do something, you might still be afraid and you don't even have to get rid of all your fear. It's just like, I want it so bad that I just have to do it. And there's no other option. Like I need to do this. I want it so bad. And if you don't want it bad enough, then it's probably not the yeah, thing you should be pursuing. Exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of the time when you have a problem starting something, I think a lot of the time it's a lack of desire, not necessarily that like you have to get rid of all your fears or even handle a lot of logistics or anything like those things just kind of get handled if you can really connect to how much desire you have to do this thing. And I found that helpful to even like focus on that or like meditate on it or kind of just spend some time to think about that, like how much I want this thing to happen or how much is going to really affect my life or how much value it's going to add to my life or how how much fun it's going to be or, you know, how many people it's going to reach or, you know, whatever it is for you that just feels really motivating, like to tap into that. And if you have a strong enough desire, it really does make a lot of these other things more like these fears more relevant. So I feel like in that case, you can kind of say like, so what if your desire is really, really strong? Yeah, I like that better as opposed to a blanket. So what? Because I it think doesn't that really disre- work as much. Yeah, I it think can. that disregards like the the almost internal struggle that goes on inside with that fear. Because I know that's something I deal with a lot is just like the internal mindset and just hearing that immediately. Like, so what? My internal mind is like, no, it's it's not a so what. Like, it's a real fear. Like. I guess, depending where other people are on the spectrum of I'm pursuing my purpose or my craft or whatever that is, and I'm further along on that journey, and the other person is a little more or less so regressed on that journey, it I think it it does like just a little disservice not to, I guess, acknowledge that in, in the fullest depth. Yeah, I think, I mean, definitely like, feel what you're feeling and accept it like not to disregard it like it's not relevant um I guess yeah if it resonates take it I mean of course everything that we're saying if it resonates take it and if it doesn't then it doesn't and don't take it um but yeah I think I think that can be helpful for for me sometimes so what in a kind of like in a sense of like, even if I feel afraid, like there's not going to be any real consequence other than just like feeling afraid. And like, there's no real like danger to it. Kind of like that just, that brings me back at times, Mm -hmm. but I feel that, yeah, it's good to process kind of why you might be feeling that if you feel like that, that, is relevant to like kind of go into it more and not just like feel afraid and just completely be paralyzed. Yeah. By that. Yeah. So it's like a balance, you know, cause it's like, so what can be kind of like bypassing at times when you just kind of don't want to feel what you're feeling. So 
there's a balance. Sometimes you can feel afraid and then you might just not want to feel it. So you're like, oh, who cares? Whatever. So what? You know, but yeah, I don't mean it in that sense. So you kind of have to find that balance. But I think it is liberating to know that even if you're afraid or no matter what you feel, it doesn't determine what your choice is. Like you still have your choice ultimately, mm-hmm. even if you're super afraid and you're, it's a feeling, you know, like you still have your own free will and choice over that. You can still start the project regardless of how afraid you are, or whatever's holding, you know, mm-hmm. holding you up. I think the next thing outside of fear that is also important that we kind of were about to get into is once you have started or the thing that may keep you from starting wondering like, oh, will I be good at this? Will my stuff suck? Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is, yeah, your stuff will suck in the early stages. Yeah, it's kind of like, inevitable. <laughs> it'll it'll be terrible, whatever it is. Probably. When we first started this podcast, there was a lot we had to learn yeah. pretty quickly. I mean, go back, listen to the first few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good kind of like preface almost or just something to keep in mind like yeah it's probably gonna suck like and it's okay it's Mm -hmm. just like the bike analogy like you're gonna fall down that's just part of it and yeah if that if you can embrace that and have fun with that instead of seeing it as a bad thing then that helps yeah because if you haven't i think the best part or the most important part about any creative endeavor, whatever it is you want to start, is the failures. If you've not failed once, you're you're doing it wrong. Yeah, hundred percent sure. wrong. Because you're basically telling yourself that you have nothing to learn. Yeah, there's nothing that you could be impro- improving upon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a really good point. Like, and yeah, photography. I was going to say photography, for example, my photos that. I'm capable of taking now versus when I first started and had my first camera. I think I still have some of those photos on a hard drive. And I, I I don't think I've looked back at them like to this date, but I know like the type of photos I was taking before I would not be posting them today. (laughs) But after years of shooting and doing research and like reading articles and watching tons of videos, like I've perfected, the craft to a certain certain extent yeah and i think that goes back to that same thing like how bad did i want it i wanted it really bad i spent countless hours watching videos learning how i can better adjust my settings how i can learn things like composition etc yeah taking classes on it like in college there's a i put in countless hours time and money on both ends of the spectrum yeah Totally. Yeah. I think like, that's a great example. Like when you just have that really strong desire, you, you just start going out and doing stuff. Like you go, you go and watch the videos, like you go and you're actually starting to take action. And I think that's a good way to know how bad you want it. It's like, are you starting to actually do the stuff is, you know, is anything happening? Because yeah, if it's not, I, I would say go back to 
either is this really something that you want or maybe you should drop it, you know? Yeah, there's I always feel there's two camps of people whenever they're getting ready to start a project or there's something that they want to do. You have the people that will go out and actually start to do the thing and you will never hear about them. You will never hear about the project. They will never tell you. You will wake up one day and realize, oh my gosh, Gina has a podcast. Sam has a podcast. And you've never known that they were starting it. You just wake up one day and the podcast is there. And then you'll have the other end of the spectrum of the people that will continually tell you, oh, I'm about to start this thing. I'm about to do this thing. And they just continually to talk about it. But it never <laughs> actually manifests. It never actually happens. Yeah. And... It might be a good like point to take down, like sit and think and look at yourself. Like, which camp do you fall into? Be the person that continues to talk about these projects that you're going to start, that you're going to do, and you actually never get there. And like, I'm guilty as charged as being that person as well that talks about, oh, there's this project that I want to do, and I've never started it. I have t countless photography projects I'd probably mention to Gina that I've wanted to do, and fear has kept me back and I haven't, I haven't done them. I haven't gone out and like actually seek the people I want to work with and help progress my portfolio in those air in those areas. Um, so it's, it's a mental gymnastics of sorts to take the time and just stop, stop talking about the thing and actually do it. Just wake up one day and start doing the work to get there. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I feel like this is something that can be really helpful when you're starting. Sometimes you can use that pressure a little bit to motivate you. I don't think it's the greatest motivator of if you tell someone, oh, I'm going to start this, and then, oh, I feel pressured because I told someone now I'm going to do it. I guess you can use it if you want, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. But yeah, I think... It is really powerful when you say you're going to do something and then you do it and you keep your word, most importantly, to yourself. Like, I mean, yeah, first to, and foremost to yourself. Yeah. Like to other people. Yeah. That's good, too, of course. But yeah, just to really create that dynamic with yourself that when you really, really want to do something and you know that your desire is really strong for it then you give yourself that gift of going to do it. And yeah, I think that's really powerful to just stick to your words. Say like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this. And then you do it. And you just start to build more trust in your follow through and your word. And you know that you are going to do it. And I feel that's helped me quite a bit uh, in just a sort of like subconscious way almost where I'll feel a desire to do something or start something and I'll say to myself, okay, I'm going to start this. And then I almost feel a little intimidated. I was like, oh shit, I said that I'm going to start this. Now I know I'm going to do it because I always follow through like to the best of my ability. And that's been a very powerful dynamic to create with myself more and more through my life. Like I, I really value that a lot. Like my word to myself, it is really important to me or my word to other people too, because it just feels like this level of 
integrity and and determination to just really stick to what you know you really want to do. So I think when when I get really clear on what it is I want to do, then then that is just a really nice like something to solidify that. Like, okay, it's happening. It's like stamped. Yeah. Conversely, if you're not the type of person that your verbal word is the thing that's going to hold you accountable, I'm the type of person I need to write things down because mm. I can tell myself I'm going to do this thing and I don't actually do it because I told myself once and then I moved on and other things start preoccup- preoccupying my mm-hmm. mental space. But say if it's written down, it's somewhere big, it's bold, it's in front of your face, you see it in your bedroom, your house, apartment, wherever, your workspace, You when you walk in and it constantly bombards you, that may be another incentive, another thing that helps boost your confidence and helps eradicate that fear and gets you closer to actually achieving that that thing that you're setting out to do. So try vision boards notepads mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of different methods that you could use but writing it down may be another way to help you mm-hmm. yeah I think kind of want to circle back to like the desire thing I feel that's so important it just feels really resonant to me like in my experience I think there have been and this kind of it goes beyond starting like I've started a lot of things I feel like I've started quite a few things and dropped them like what um, for instance, <laughs> this is really funny, and this isn't to say that you shouldn't just start and stop something. Sometimes it's relevant to just start something and stop it because you just learned whatever you wanted to learn, and it's like it's not exciting anymore. But one thing was, I remember I like briefly sold yoga pants online. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and this was really funny. And for some reason, this was like really exciting to me for like a period of a month or something. And I was like, wow, this is so fun to like learn all these things about like, yeah, e-commerce, blah, blah, blah. Dropshipping. Yeah. And like social media marketing. And I just, I got into like a lot of different little projects that just kind of seemed random, but actually now looking back, it makes total sense, like, why I learned those things, because now some of those skills, like, come back up and are relevant. So, you know, if if you're excited about something, just start it. But, yeah, going back to the desire thing, one thing that helped me to start and continue something was really connect, like, connecting deeply to what I really wanted to do in my life, like, really aligning to something that felt so close to me or personal or not even personal, but like purposeful. And I think that takes time to find what you're really, what really resonates with you like deeply to do, but that can help when starting something. And it's kind of the same as the desire, but to really just check in with, is this something that just really lights you up and excites you? Like immensely to do or does it really fulfill you to do this and the more that you can feel that the the easier all of that's going to be like the easier it is going to be to start to continue all of this and it can save you some time too like when you're thinking of starting something 
to to really check in with like how do you really feel about it and to find something that genuinely excites you like like is your highest excitement and that can help you on the follow through too so yeah it's very self-explorative you know it's like what what excites you start thinking about that and and see if that project lines up with it and if you're having trouble trying to figure out what excites you i'd say the best way to do that is start trying things yeah totally go out there there's something that slightly interests you and it doesn't even have to be creative projects it could be anything from a new sport you want to try new instrument you want to learn new cuisine you want to try i don't know whatever it is yeah, something that you want to try it has some level of excitement the more things you try you will refine your palate your creative palette, if you will, and figure out what things you like, what things you don't like, and you'll get closer and closer to the things that you really enjoy. And you can kind of apply that to so many different facets of your life. If you don't try things, how are you ever going to figure out what you like and what you don't like? Yeah, true. That is very true. That's a good, like, also way to just start, like, just start trying stuff too. And... Yeah, it's like trying on clothes. Like you need to like try stuff on to see does it fit you or not. And that can be a really good way to weed things out. Because when you're looking at the shirt on the hanger, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. It's a little uh, big here. I don't know, whatever. Just try it on. And then when you try it on, you're like, oh, I like the way this feels. Like this is nice. And you're like in it. And so you have a totally different vantage point than if you're just like trying to think about if it would fit you or not. So the analogy's got me like thinking we're in a department store. We like, are. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is like going off. I'm like, we're in a department store. We're in the fitting room. We're trying on clothes. <laughs> my overactive maybe that's imagination. What, maybe that's what excites you. Go to the department store, have a shopping spree. Whatever it is, yeah, it could literally be anything. I feel like excitement, it doesn't always make sense, you know? It's like, oh, I just really want to start learning how to cook Italian food. I don't know why. It's just really exciting. Like, just do it. Yeah. You know, like, it's such a nice gift to give to yourself to just, like, do what actually excites you and would be fun for you. You don't even need to have a lot of reasons. Follow your joy. Yeah, totally. I remember seeing that somewhere recently. Follow your joy. Yeah, follow your joy, follow your excitement, like 100%. It really does move your life forward so much. Like I've I've had an extreme amount of growth like just from doing that versus what I think I should be doing or why why I think I shouldn't be following my excitement. Like trying to talk yourself out of it kind of. You know, like, oh, that wouldn't be smart or that wouldn't be practical or that wouldn't be whatever your excuse is, you know, mm-hmm. like to just not follow it. But actually, it's really the best thing that you can do for yourself, like really finding what excites you and going for it and starting that because it it starts to bring you a lot closer to what you really want to be doing in your life. Like that Italian cooking class that you go to that you really wanted to go to, you might be there and that leads to something else and like that takes you deeper into something that you actually wanted and 
yeah, it's just a really good way to. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. Explore that the thing you're you're seeking, you may unintentionally stumble upon something else in that yeah. same arena. Yeah, totally. And had you not been there, you would have never made that connection. Yeah, totally. Follow your joy, guys. <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> always. So if you're really wanting to start something or just do something, do yourself a favor and do us a favor. Do everyone a favor and just go and do it. Really, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Finding Your Edge is hosted by me, Sam Smith, and edited by Dylan Rand. If you liked this episode, follow the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. Thanks for listening.